0: The Meta-Human we're looking for can transform himself into a poison gas. My suit does not make everybody safe. For every person you save, there's going to be somebody you can't. Time for Flashing Arrow, Cinema Geekly's Arrow slash Flash podcast, uh, where Glenn and I every single week tackle the uh, the back to back CW DC TV shows. Uh, we've got this week things you can't outrun on the Flash, and Corto Maltese on Arrow. Uh, this is the uh, by the way, uh, Glenn and I just yesterday recorded the podcast for gotham and uh that was a, a very poison gas related episode as well <laughs> so it seems like there's a running theme or something going on uh this week did that did that surprise you i didn't even really make the connection until like 10 minutes ago i'm like you know what there's poison gas in like both of these episodes
1: yeah i mean i thought about it but
0: it, i mean uh, they're two completely you know oh. different oh yes and tr- creative teams indeed it's just um, like,
1: it a random happenstance
0: sure the uh let's talk about season season one episode three of the flash called things you can't outrun um so we begin with um basically like the murder of uh, of one of the crime families and uh see that's another thing that has in common with gotham we got some crime some mob family violence going on at the beginning of this episode but these are arminian oh sure yeah yeah uh Barry Allen uh, has, uh, has his, uh, has his uh, thoughts on this, uh, thinking that it uh, could be uh, a metahuman attack. Because once the police show up to investigate, it's, uh, they didn't find any forced entry. And uh, while, while they do believe they were poisoned, uh, the pattern in which the bodies were strewn suggests that they were picked off one by one instead of all at the same time. Uh so uh basically um uh Barry Allen and Joe West get to work on trying to figure out who uh this person is. Uh meanwhile, I believe they they bring up the uh the possibility to uh to Dr. Harrison Wells that maybe they turn uh what's left of the old particle accelerator into a uh, a prison for the metahumans. Um hey, might not be such a bad idea uh considering the the villain that they're facing this week. Um, it turns out uh, to be Kyle Nimbus, who in the comics is called Mist. And I do believe that Cisco Ramon wanted to call him the Mist in this yep. episode. So uh, there we go. Closest we've come to them actually announcing uh, a comic book villain's name. But um, Kyle cannot just control poison gas, he turns himself into the gas, uh, which is funny because his last name is Nimbus, which is a type of cloud, Glenn. Do you, do you get that? kind of fun comic booky irony there. Yeah. Yeah, that's I get a, it. That's a, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know how my throat. Yeah, I get it. Oh. <laughs> uh, a lot of phlegm, I guess. I don't know. Oof, that was we, bad. we get a we get a bit of flashback yeah. uh, in this episode uh, for Dr. Caitlin Snow. because um, they're as they're retrofitting the uh, the Star Labs uh, particle accelerator. Um, She's flashing back to her boyfriend, Ronnie Raymond, who was killed when the accelerator exploded. And I'm sure we'll never see him or Firestorm again in this show, which. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently he's Firestorm, who will, I'm sure, appear again at some point. Um, I don't remember. Did um, what was this guy's power? Because Firestorm suggests he like shoots fireballs and shit. Is that what he does?
1: Yeah, he does that and other stuff. It's like him and another person
0: fused together, and that's... Ah. Yeah. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, moving forward. Um... (sighs) <sighs> where I? I lost my place. Oh, the flashbacks. Okay. Um, and as I mentioned, I'm sure that none of that will come back to, to haunt us at another point. No foreshadowing ever in these comic book type shows, Glenn. Oh, yeah. um, so uh, they uh, eventually, through their investigations and following Kyle around, they figure out that uh, Joe West is his next target, uh, which is where Joe is. He's at Iron Heights prison, uh, hanging out with uh, Barry's dad, having a heart to heart. And uh, what, they, what they eventually found, because the first time Barry fights Mist, uh, while he can move fast, when he goes to strike him, it, his hands just go through him, right? Uh, so what they eventually determine is that Barry can force him to overexert himself, like constantly use his power, trying to catch Barry. And uh, eventually it wears him out so much that they are able to capture him and lock him away in the, uh, the Star Labs uh, jail cell right um, So another uh, another bad guy taken down this one fortunately under lock and key. Uh, and of course for the third straight episode in a flashback, uh, going all the way back to before the uh, the particle, the particle accelerator is about to explode, we see Dr. Harrison Wells once again going into his hidden room and uh, this time viewing surveillance footage. Uh, from Barry Allen's uh, apartment or whatever, seeing Barry getting struck by the lightning. So obviously he's keeping a close eye on Barry. I mean, obviously, because if he already had the paper about the whole future thing, um, there's a, the possibility that he's been keeping an eye on, on Barry for a while, but that is where we, uh, that is where we log off for this week's episode. Uh, thoughts, Mr. Glenbovey. Um,
1: Daniel Panabaker, who plays Dr. Caitlin Snow, mm-hmm. um, is not good at acting. <laughs> she is not good at, part- at being a doctor.
0: Uh, feel no, a no, 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 she's she, a
1: She has a hard time with uh, a lot of the dialogue. Uh, like, she's trying, like, you can just, it just looks like you're looking at someone who kind of has their eyes up, like, oh, yeah, what's that line? Okay, uh, it's mesothelioma, and that's it. <laughs> It's like she Jason found it out all the time.
0: She's like Denise Richards and James Bond bad. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. Not a nuclear scientist here, or physicist in this No, case. no. Um, yeah, like you said, the
1: flashbacks again. I I really hope this doesn't turn into every episode ends with us seeing what Tom Cavanaugh is up to. Oh, I mean,
0: that'd be terrible, yeah. That
1: stick is getting old really quick. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, I mean, I, I did... I, I didn't really like this episode too much. I like some of the stuff. I did like the missed stuff. Like, I liked the fight sequences. I thought they mm-hmm. were really done. Yep. Um, all in all, I just kind of thought it was a, a pretty dumb episode. However, again, I did love the stuff with Joe West. Uh, whenever he's in the at Iron Heights with Barry's dad, I did like that stuff. And uh, Jonathan Wesley Ship, I think that's his name. Uh, yeah mary allen's dad i mean he had a really good uh string of dialogue right there and Mm -hmm. i did like you know i did like the ending with the uh you know in the in the bed where you know after him getting injured and iris finally tells him that she's dating his partner
0: oh right right yeah and he was like like, he's like i'm a detective i've known for a while yeah
1: i mean i mean it was typical like nothing would nothing you know pushed the envelope i mean these are all things we've seen and were obviously coming. Then of course, he wouldn't have known, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, but I don't know. Just the the way they the way he does it, I just it, it's okay for it to be really cliche. It's just I don't know. I just really enjoy him. Uh, he yeah, just to pull it off. Yeah, that's yeah. his thing. He can. And,
0: he can no, it's it's. I mean,
1: it was, I don't know. It was definitely one. It was definitely my least favorite of these episodes.
0: Yeah, it was a weaker episode.
1: Uh.
0: Uh, and you'll see a theme here. <laughs> Yeah, the um, um, you know, I mean, I, I like the I like the the little moment where, you know, they're like, well, you know, once they realize that he turns into poison gas, and they're like, you know, maybe we could work on converting the accelerator into a, a prison, because you know, it's nice that they have the moment where they're like, look, we can't keep killing these people every week. <laughs> it's like we should be able to try to like stop them and contain them, so maybe you know, maybe we can help them with their mutation, get rid of it, or, um, you know, something. You know, some, some form of rehabilitation. Like, we probably shouldn't be killing these guys every single week, which is nice.
1: Yeah, it was nice, but it was just like, it had to be brought in with the really awful flashbacks.
0: Oh, sure, yeah, just yeah. like They were just
1: so bad. Yeah. It was like I was watching a student film version of uh, Dr. Manhattan. You know, like how, how <laughs> Doctor Manhattan came to be. It, it was like that sequence of events, or uh, you know, something like you know Brian Cranston and Juliette Binoche and Godzilla. Who's like watching those two things score line, but yes. like on a student film
0: level of acting, it was so bad. It was
1: <laughs> so bad.
0: The um, I mean, this is a really ho hum episode. Yeah. Um, it, it does not hold up well. Compared to fastest man alive, uh, I mean, you know, you mentioned like the the fight scenes where he's where he's battling Mist were were okay, uh, but you know, visually, I mean, and, and by the way, we should mention again, uh, visually, Mist looked pretty cool.
1: Yeah, he did. I like the way that, how he traveled. I like the way they did things.
0: Um, yeah. So, so just, yeah, uh, they they did a, they did a fine job there, and the fights were you know. Probably the standout thing in this episode, but um, you know they weren't even as good as when he was uh, fighting Multiplex in last week's episode. Um, I, I don't know, it's, I'm digging really hard to try to find something positive to say about this episode, but because uh, I've enjoyed the first the first two episodes, I've enjoyed a lot. But yeah, you know this one was it, it felt kind of just there. You know what I mean? Like they're they're setting up. Uh, Dr. Snow's boyfriend to return, or fiance, yes. or whatever. Um, they're setting they set that up. Uh, they established that they now have a, a prison where they can store these people. And uh, phew, outside of that, uh, oh, you know, and the Tom Cavanaugh, obviously the the reveal that's a that's a negative for me. Uh, I mean, we started to maybe roll our eyes at it a little bit, just last week you know what i mean yeah and uh here they are doing it again and i've seen more than a couple of people they're like uh that are quite like is this going to be a weekly thing like that's bad don't you know stop uh but the fact that they've done it three weeks in a row is telling i mean maybe they'll just do these three weeks and then we won't see it again for a while but um part of me thinks like maybe that's you know a uh, part of the structure of the show is that at the end of every episode Tom Cavanaugh's character is slowly going to reveal something else he knows about Barry Allen or the situation or you know what I mean uh and yeah so who 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 is he going to be again Glenn do we uh have we are we can do we have some sort of confirmation about who he's Dr. Harrison Wells is going to end I up being I think he's going to be a Professor Zoom uh, aka Reverse Flash
1: right uh, I don't know I have a feeling like and this kind of goes in with Arrow. I, I feel like they're leading you on too much for him to be a bad guy. He may not necessarily be a bad guy. Um, right. I, I mean, he I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way just because it feels like they're ham-facing it in there so much to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's manipulating things. He wants this outcome. But, I mean, he even says, like he doesn't want anything bad to happen to him. And, you know, maybe he wants it, you know, to himself. Mhm. I you know, I I just I feel like it would be a really bad job if they made him Professor Zoom.
0: That's You're right. They I mean they are kind of forcing it a little bit, right? Like they are really kind of making it uh obvious like this is a bad guy. Look at it. look at how he slowly reveals very important details that nobody else knows except for him. Uh like the it does seem like they're building up for it really blatantly and maybe, you know, maybe that's not what they're going to end up doing, which would be okay in my book if they don't want to, if they want to take it in a different direction. But um, I, presumably, Reverse Flash is supposed to be the big bad guy, right? And probably was the person who killed Barry's mom. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I maybe they're maybe they're making it that obvious. I don't know, but it does seem really obvious. So I don't. We'll, we'll see. Uh, scores for this week's episode.
1: Um, uh, like, like, three. Almost two
0: and a half. Holy shit, that, that was almost exactly what I was going to say.
1: I mean, I just, I did not, it, it just, uh, again, like I said, you're, you're as we go and talk about Arrow, it's going to basically be about the same thing for me. I just, I did not care whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, definitely a three and bordered on a two and a half. Like, it was just a, it was just a, Episode that felt like they, that's they had to put, the, they had it felt like they, they it aired because they had to have a third episode. So let's just put this one out there. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Like it, it didn't feel like much got advanced, uh, in the way of story or character. Uh, in some cases, uh, in the case of uh, Catelyn Snow, I ended up liking her character less by the end of this episode and strictly <laughs> based off of performance. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, that doesn't help. I mean, and I kind of like that little group, too, uh, with her and, and Cisco Ramon. Uh, I, I or like Cisco.
1: I mean, uh, he's enjoyable, but it's just, man. Oh, sure, yeah. I I just don't think they can handle, like... They were trying to bring way too much weight to that scene. Mm-hmm. Just,
0: it just did not go well whatsoever. No. Um... Okay, so let's hop over and talk about Arrow, Season 3, Episode 3, Corto Maltese. You asked
1: me to teach you. Well, what are you doing?
0: It's time for my sister to come home.
1: I'm never coming back to Southern City. The truth is the only thing that's going to bring her back.
0: So we've got uh, the flashbacks this week are very different from what we're used to. Uh, so far for the every episode of the three seasons up into this point, it has all been flashbacks of Oliver's time, either on the island or in China with uh, what's her name? Amanda Palmer. Yeah. I believe that's her name. Uh, this week. what? No, no. Amanda Waller. Sorry. Amanda Waller. Palmer is from Flash, right? Ray Palmer. No. Palmer is the is Brandon Ralph. Yeah, on the Flash. Gotcha. Or no, that's on the Arrow too, right? Yes, it's on Arrow. Gotcha. Uh, see all these shows, just just mash them together, Glenn. It's all one show to me now. Um, so so the Fl- next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to get more confusing. Um, it's it's starting to happen though, and we predicted obviously that it would. Uh, clearly, it would. Um, there. So this week though, we've get we're getting flashbacks to uh, Malcolm Merlin and Thea Merlin. Like, is that what they're calling her now, I guess? I don't know. Um, She may have a hyphen. Maybe it's Thea Queen Merlin. Queen Merlin. (laughs) Um, Basically, it's uh, kind of like the whole flashbacks revolve around Malcolm kind of training her, right, to be a League of Assassins badass and mastering control of her body and feelings and all that shit. Uh, so basically, uh, as far as the, the main story goes, uh, Oliver is, he, he, I think he's, did they establish that they've, they couldn't find Sarah's killer? Like, they're still looking, but they were running out of clues. I think they found the guy who kind of was the junkie who was, like, hanging around there when she got killed, but he didn't really have any information. Um, so Oliver decides to focus on bringing back uh, Thea. And uh, they find her in Corto Maltese. Uh, they head on over there. It's not just Oliver either. It's, it's Diggle and uh, Roy also go with uh, Oliver. Not, so not baby Diggle. No, no baby. Uh, Sarah Diggle Junior is still at home. Um, so yeah, they uh, Oliver finds her, of course, and she doesn't want to go back because Oliver lied to her.
1: Like, uh, somebody else lied to me. <laughs>
0: And then he's just like... I mean, the whole thing boils over a little bit later on, sure. But uh, 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 basically, so while Oliver is trying to convince Thea to return home, uh, Diggle is there on a mission for uh, Amanda Waller and Argus. Uh, Basically, they're trying to find... uh, Is he like... Do they describe him as like a rogue agent or something like that? They're looking for...
1: Like, he's not rogue. He just... He hasn't reported in quite some time, but he hasn't hit his panic button and they know that he had a lot of heat on him. So he, they're trying to figure out, uh, what, uh, you know, what's going on. Like, you know, is he okay? Or, you know, why isn't he checked in? Just yeah. make sure that everything's all right. Cause they don't yeah. think anything. They don't think he's hurt or anything. Mm-hmm. They're just making sure he's not dead. I guess. Uh,
0: the looking for agent, uh, named Mark Shaw, who my cracked research team tells me, uh, in the comics is manhunter. But they could have just thrown the name in there for reference. Like he may not actually ever become Manhunter. It could just be a nod to the character or whatever in the comic books. Um, are you familiar with that character? Like not man not not Martian Manhunter. Apparently, just Manhunter.
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. Not, not
0: I know the name, but I honestly right. can't really tell you. It's uh, yeah, it's referred to as an anti- the character is referred to as an hero, so. Uh, let me see. Oh, I'm
1: sure he'll show up again.
0: Oh, quite possibly, yes. Um, so, uh, they find him, and he informs Diggle that, uh, uh, that people have broken into the Argus database and stole some information to sell on the black market. Uh, of course, um, anybody who's considered a, I mean, oh, oh, well, I mean, he, he double crosses Diggle um and realize he he was the one selling the secrets or whatever um i don't know if that would make him an anti-hero though so i don't know if he's actually going to be man they could just make him a dick i'm not sure but some anti-heroes are dicks as well um they uh you know they uh felicity has to help um oliver and diggle track him down which they do which is hard for her to do now oh yes because she is working at queen consolidated still with ray palmer and uh, they're, yes, clearly not going to end up in a relationship whatsoever, Glenn.
1: And they, I mean, they don't know what, her, I don't know what her title is, but I'm going to guess it's important.
0: Yeah, they... Um, she has Oliver's old office. Oh, yes. And um, she was also, by the way, just a little uh, a, a little uh, cross-contamination. She was also looking, uh, there's a scene where she's looking at her computer at The Streak Lives, which is... Um, Barry's friend's website. Uh, Iris, as she is trying to figure out what the what the red and yellow streaky things are that people keep seeing all around the city. Um, so there you go. We've got a bit of a tie in there as well, and I'm sure there'll be a, an even bigger tie in uh, later. I, I'm almost willing to bet on it. Oh, yeah. um, I was willing to bet as well. Uh, but she helps. Uh, she helps Oliver and Diggle, and of course they stop him from selling the secrets. Um. So, uh, after they've, uh, after they got that out of the way, Oliver goes back to trying to get Thea back home and, uh, Oliver and Diggle have this, uh, have this, uh, a come to Jesus meeting, if you will, where Oliver just decides that, uh, look, I'm, I'm, I've lied to her a bunch, but I should probably just tell her the whole truth and reveal that I've not only been lying to her a whole bunch, but really, really, really been lying to her. I'm sure that will get her to want to come home. Um... He Oliver sits down with Thea and tells her about how their dad really died. How he was on the uh, he'd survived uh, he'd survived on a on a boat with uh, Oliver, but they'd run out of supplies. So he killed himself so Oliver could live. <sighs> I guess um, you know, and Thea uh, you know Thea I guess for some reason. After finding out that Oliver really lied to her, more decides to come home. Well, I mean, he, he Oliver does give her this speech, right, about how like, yeah, like there's certain things I can't tell you because they're just too horrific
1: and you wouldn't understand. Kind right. of, he gives that kind of speech, right?
0: And well, you know, Andy's like, "Mom's gone, Dad's gone," and even though Malcolm Merlin is your blood, you know, you know, our father raised us. He was our father, and he's like, "This is the." Uh, you know you're the only family I have left, and maybe you don't need me, but I need you. And apparently, that's the thing that gets um, Thea to decide to come home. Um, there is a subplot, however, in this episode that revolves around Laurel Lance because now that the Arrow is uh, not in town, uh, somebody's got to protect this freaking city. And uh, Laurel decides that she's going to throw on her her sister's her sister's jacket and try to go out and and dish out some justice of her own after attending an AA meeting, hearing about a girl who's uh, getting beat up by her boyfriend. She tracks this guy down and tries to take him out with a bat. Uh, and she gets pummeled something fierce by this guy. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, this drives her not to give up, but to train. She goes to Oliver to train and, uh, he turns her down and, uh, she goes to this, uh, um, what is it? He's like a, a boxer or an MMA guy or something that she's yeah, trying to in like some mixed martial arts, right? Trying she, somebody she was trying to get a, a lead off of earlier on a story um, she was working on, and she goes to this guy to help her train. Um, so clearly, she is going to take on the role of of Canary that her that she did have in the comic books, but her sister had in this show. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we're all uh, heading on on Arrow for the time being. What, what did you think of Corto Maltese? I also did not like it. No? Okay. I, I...
1: The stuff of, like, it was, it was, like, you have to have this episode to get Thea back into the fold. Mm-hmm. And it would just, it felt, again, like, just the forced episode of, you know, let's just have this to have it, and, you know, we gotta, somehow we gotta bring her back, we kind of, you know, put ourselves in a corner, what's the... One we way we'll get her back. Oh, yeah, Oliver will visit her, and he'll kind of tell her some things, but nothing, just enough, you know, that we can get the audience to think it's okay for her to come back. Right. And I just, and what the stuff with Laurel was just, I mean, she's talking about, like, uh, you know, when I when I was fighting him, you know, it was, like, the one time I didn't, you know, I wasn't afraid. I just wanted to do it or whatever. It was just, like... Her reasoning was illogical. It had made no... She just sounded like she was rambling. Like, none of it made any sense.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I would have been fine well, if... Well, she
0: she did have the shit pummeled out of her, so maybe she wasn't making any sense. Huh? Well, she did have the crap kicked out of her, so maybe she, that's why she wasn't making any it sense.
1: Like, I'm doing it because it makes me feel good? Like,
0: okay, I get that. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. It just... I really did not like this episode at all. Oh, you mean... You're talking about the scene where she's talking to her dad, right? And he's like, why would you do this? Um, I mean... It's possible that that was her reasoning. Although, it's also possible that her reasoning was... I have to tell him something because I can't say my sister and your daughter is dead. And I want to take up her mantle because she was doing good things.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I know.
0: Um, So, she couldn't say that, but... Um, so maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'm willing to give them a little bit of leeway on that for the time being. Um, uh, what, what, what did you like? I'm sure there was some things that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Diggle. Of course. Uh. And the scene, that scene with, uh, Sarah Diggle Jr. Where he, uh, uh, even though she is a, a mere newborn infant was already, uh, threatening invisible future boyfriends that he has a Glock that he's not afraid yeah. to use. Yeah, which is terrifying.
1: And then, like, I even like his, you know, the fight when you know he knocked out Manhunter, and he's just like, you know, don't, you know, you know, what would you do for your family? I mean, I did like his little subplot, and the stuff with Felicity was interesting. And then it kind of went to the same thing with you know Tom Cavanaugh. It's uh, like I know who Ray Palmer is. He's the Adam. He's not a bad guy. I mean, if they made him a bad guy, that you know, would be uh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. But like just doing things where they kind of you. Make him look smug, and it's like I, I kind of get this as being an act in a way. Uh, and then, oh, let's make him look like he's looking at some bombs. Oh, man, he may be up to something no good.
0: Uh, I don't know. It just, uh, I just really did not like this episode. Oh, I like this episode more than you did then, at least, so that's something. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed the awesome. whole uh, like turning Thea into a. I mean, everybody turns into a badass on this show, but. Um, you know, I, I kind of, uh, I, I, kind of found like the flashbacks and stuff interesting. Um, the, um, you know, I, I mean, you're right. It's like a tacked on episode, but I, to me it wasn't done as badly as the, the tacked on episode of the flash, uh, which just really felt like nothing at all happened on that show really. And at least in this one, it, it feels like a little bit happened. And then there was like the character moments with Oliver, Uh, and, and Thea and things like that, that I thought were fine. Um, you know, I mean the whole, um, the whole Argus thing with, with Mark Shaw, I mean, that stuff really did feel like, well, we need to throw something into this episode because, um, Malcolm Merlin and Oliver aren't going to have a fight and there's got to be some sort of bad guy force in this episode for them to deal with or whatever. Um I I kind of enjoyed that scene where they kind of did the mini flashback for Oliver showing him how he completely dismantled their motel room to yeah. make bows and arrows somehow like I have no idea how he managed this but he was like MacGyver here and um and and there was that fun little moment where he picks up the handgun and blows away a bunch of people and it's like what I, it's not like I don't know how to use a gun he just never uses one um so I like that he just sort of picked it up and then expertly handled that as well. Um uh, there there is another thing that I should mention here because we talked about Mark Shaw being uh Manhunter in the comic books. Um according according to what I am reading here, the uh the boxer that Laurel seeks out is uh Ted Grant who in apparently in the comics is Wildcat. Yeah. Uh, so but- which was cool. I do like Wildcat a lot. He's pretty awesome. Is uh, I mean, does that does that mean all of these people are gonna appear at some point, or are they just, uh, or are they just checking names off a list? Like, I, here's a nod. Here's a nod.
1: I mean, Wildcat is the one who trained uh,
0: Black Canary. So oh, okay. Well, that, that definitely makes some sense.
1: Yeah, that is that is uh, you know, ingrained. Uh, it, the only problem is that like, he's supposed to be older, and this guy didn't
0: look older. Right. that's that's the only thing the um I like that uh in his uh, in the list of his abilities everything sounds like this would fit in right like expert combative fighter peak human physical condition expert hand to hand combatant world champion boxer superb agility but then one of the abilities is nine lives at any given time does that mean like he can get killed like a bunch and just come back to life or what happens here uh, not necessarily that he can just
1: take one hell of a beating, basically.
0: Ah, I see.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, he he really can He can
0: really take getting the shit beat out of him pretty well. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> so so there's another nod um, towards the comic books and whether some of these characters are going to return or not, uh, we shall see. Uh, but you know, for the most part, I was okay with this episode. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a blow away, and it was it's a step down from the last couple of episodes. Um, for sure. But, you know, maybe, uh, maybe CW is doing a bit of a roller coaster with us, Glenn. Maybe we're going to have some ups and downs. Um, I, I, feel like there's been some ups and downs in the, in the first two seasons of Arrow as it is. Like, I don't think it's ever been particularly strong all the way through, but, uh, you know, they've had some ups and downs and this might just be a little dip. Uh, we shall see. Um, I, I feel like next week's episode looked much stronger. Because uh, it looks yeah. like we're going to have the return of, uh, um, not Talia Al Ghul, but um, the other Al Ghul.
1: Yeah, the other made-up one.
0: Whose name doesn't Yeah, doesn't ring a bell. But league, more League of Assassins stuff, and they're really hinting at Raish al Ghul. Um, I don't know if he'll appear in this episode, but um, it, it's, it's entirely possible. We, we'll have to find dead. out. What was that? And they really want Merlin dead. Oh, yes. They're not big fans of Malcolm Merlin at all. Um, So, scores for uh, Corto Maltese, Glenn? Oh,
1: like two and a half.
0: I mean, I really just did not. Wow, you rated it worse than the Flash episode. I did, I did. I I don't know,
1: like, the Flash one, I just, I really just love Jesse L. Martin so much. Like, his scenes just, I can at least get by with his scenes. Mm -hmm. This one, I mean, as much as I love Diggle, um, he's just, I wouldn't say he's as good as Jesse L. Martin, he's just awesome. Right. And uh, I just think I think enough diggle. Like I can't wait for the next just diggle episode like Suicide Squad.
0: I can't wait for something like that. A pure pure Diggleness. Mm-hmm. The uh <laughs> they they maybe they could maybe we could do some sort of spin off episode uh, or spin off series with the diggles. Diggle
1: and the diggle baby.
0: <laughs> the um uh, oh, scores right. Um, I'm I'm not giving it a two and a half. I'm giving it like a a solid three. That I would probably have leaned towards three and a half if they had to come up with a better mid. You know, like uh, obviously Mark Shawna and the whole Argus mission thingy was was never meant to be a main villain storyline. It was always meant to be like a middle. You know, middle thing to kind of. Uh, uh, help the something for the uh, the larger story arc in this case Oliver and Thea something for that to encompass but uh, it was still pretty damn weak uh, and it just felt really tacked on there but wasn't as bad as the Flash I don't think um, so wh- wh- whereas I gave the Flash a three leaning towards a two and a half I'm giving this one a three leaning towards a three and a half if they had made some improvements in the middle there I think I would have been a little bit better um, with it. Um, yeah, and I don't know how I feel about the whole Laurel tries to be a vigilante thing either. But I'm willing to at least give that some time to play out because obviously it's it's gonna play out a little bit more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to see how some of those pieces come together. But yeah, I mean for the most part, kind of a kind of a bummer week, which is sad because uh, the Gotham episode we watched this week was an improvement on previous weeks. Uh, so yeah, this is a bit of a uh, a. A dip in our our enjoyment for sure but uh, hey man that's the beauty of this show and uh, the beauty of both of these shows is that we get to come back next week and they get a whole other chance to try to impress us because that's what it's really about I'm sure that's why these shows were put on the air to begin with right uh, they're just trying to gain our approval I think that's what it is Yeah. I mean I'm not inside their head or anything Glenn but we're kind of a big deal on the internet so um, it's entirely possible that they're writing just for us
1: we get letters from universe, or from uh, you know movie studios that they'll take down stuff. So we're oh yeah,
0: all the all the time. <laughs> well, just that one time, but and <laughs> and we and we complied like the rebels that we are. Um, so next week uh, we get our first crossover in the uh, well, I mean I guess our first crossover since the first episode when uh, <laughs> Stephen Amell appeared on the the pilot episode of The Flash. But that was to be expected. Outside of that, uh, we've. Uh, Felicity Smoke Uh, that's one of the things that happened in this episode of Arrow when she was with um, when she was with Ray Palmer or whatever his name is Uh, that was her thing right she's like uh, I need to go visit my friend who was struck by lightning and was in a coma for nine months (laughs) which is such a weird thing to say to your boss Um, only only in a comic book TV show or movie could you get away with a line of dialogue like that um, try try that one next time you're at work, Glenn, and see if her boss will give you some time off because your friend was struck by lightning and is in a coma for nine months. And see if uh, see if they believe you on that. Uh, but she's 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 gonna go hang out with uh, with Barry Allen next week in season one, episode four, called "Going Rogue." And uh, we'll of course be back next week on Flashing Arrow, talking season three, episode four of Arrow, called "The Magician."